Welcome to episode 5 of the Rock Zone podcast. I uh, just want to say thank you to Ian Reid for joining us on episode 4. We've had some really great feedback on that, so again, I appreciate Ian coming on and giving up his time for us. So, what we're going to discuss today, give a little bit of a Rocks update, see what's happening. We'll go touch on the league. Obviously, big news, the league's about to start with the cup competition. We'll have a touch on pre-season and we're going to have a wee bit of a chat around about the league streaming and pay-per-view, etc. So, where to begin? So, Rocks update. Great news, Rocks are back in training, and especially even better in the Emirates. It's great to see the guys out scrimmaging, and I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I'll touch on it later, but it looks like Rocks have got like a delay to their season compared to other clubs. I think that's going to be hugely beneficial, uh, especially when the Rocks have been late back due to government restrictions in Scotland. Also just announced this week, more yesterday, uh, being Thursday, the New Jerseys. New Jerseys look phenomenal. Home kit, lovely touch to Tartan, I like the blue. But it's the way kit that really stands out to me. Um, the, the teal colour of the sleeves looks really smart. Yeah, it touches slightly on maybe Surrey's from last season, but that was more of a baby blue head class as, whereas this is just a really smart teal colour. I'm really tempted to really purchase it, which is which I've not done in a number of years. Um, I think the release of it was done amazingly well. Uh, the quality of the stuff produced by the Doom Brothers and, and coming out from the club as well has been fantastic. So... Great news, hopefully it seems like they had some great feedback on social media. Uh, hopefully they sell a lot of the kits. Yeah, it's also been great seeing with the team back in practice. Uh, the amount of content coming out from the OSC with some live videos on Instagram and on Facebook. It'd be great if we maybe even get more of that. So that's maybe we're going to touch on now. What else would I like to see coming from the Rocks? Um, we're in an unusual situation where online and social media is probably the only way of interacting between fans and club. Uh, we clearly are practicing a lot of days we've seen some content over the weekend or end of last week with personal training going on with the club a lot of on on court stuff but it'd be great to see some kind of getting to know the guys personally we've got a big turnover of players this year young players who probably all use social media themselves so it'd be probably i think quite good from the club to try and promote the guys promoting the rocks promoting their time in glasgow and just yeah giving the fans that bit of kind of connectivity with the players it's probably worth also touching on the kind of content coming from around the league. Um, Rock seem to be, and maybe rightfully so in some to some people's opinion, uh, get a lot of uh, negative negativity or a lot of banter coming from other clubs. Uh, but the, the social media game by Bristol and Surrey at the moment is phenomenal. Uh, Bristol and how they announced their cup fixtures using almost like a dating app. So modern, so just such good use of social media. It'd be great if we could replicate that and hopefully get away from just like the basic image or almost Microsoft Word type come across as sometimes. Um, so yeah, let's kind of touch on what's happening in the league. So it's finally happening. It looks like the league's maybe getting up to about 4 million quid uh, to help launch its way or in a COVID world. So with the start of the BBL Cup, it's been split into three groups. Uh, group 1, Bristol, Plymouth, Surrey and Worcester. Group 2, Cheshire, Rocks, Manchester. Group 3, Leicester Riders, London, Newcastle and then the Sharks in group three. It looks as if Rock's been in a smaller group. No idea why. It's quite a fair group. If you touched on my predictions video, we actually are playing teams round about us. Um, the group at death of Riders, Lions, Eagles and Sharks, <laughs> I think they were near enough my four, my top four predictions. Yeah, it should be quite good. Rock should do pretty well. Both Manchester and Cheshire, again, pretty much a brand new team. Both teams have gone got a few American imports, which though, Though they might be looking paper stronger clubs, uh, I think the Rocks maybe go deeper than them. Uh, I think a touch four Giants maybe don't go more than five or six guys. Same with Cheshire. 
but Cheshire seems to do that year on year go for just a strong five and limited minutes for their bench. Point worth touching on, both those clubs have had a rebrand. Um, it's a debate that's brought up in the Rocks forum on Facebook. Um, should the Rocks rebrand? Uh, the Manchester one, I really like the touch, really slick, really modern. Uh, you can imagine them selling quite a lot of merchandise with that. High Cheshire, kind of probably their first rebrand since rebranded previously, could be coming Cheshire Phoenix. It looks again really slick, really smart. Their kits look fantastic too. So, yeah, Rocks rebranding. Um, I kind of sit in the fence. I love the Rocks logo. I think it's traditional. It's probably kind of where Glasgow Rocks or Scottish Rocks kind of came from when we moved uh, to West. Uh, but maybe it is time for something to change. Um, especially when you look at some of the other logos going around the league, everyone's kind of updated it. And the Rocks is maybe needing to take that step as well. It looks also that uh, on that, the only games in the fixture list had Ashics beside them were the Rocks and Worcester games. It seems to be that they're still waiting to make sure they get the government money, which is 100% fair enough. Um, it's in a difficult world. Sponsorship reach from companies to fans is going to be an all-time low. There's no game day for them to impress on. So we'll just need to wait wait and see. Furthermore, pre-season, let's have a look at that. So Rock's yet to have any games, but it's worth touching on some of the other things that's happened around the league. London, we're unlucky in Europe in the Champions League. Um, there seems to be still like... Queen some quite big question marks. They've not blown teams away in pre-season. Yeah, they've maybe played a lot more spread of minutes across their roster rather than concentrating on maybe starters or whatever else, but you'd still expect them to be maybe blown out. Bristol losing to Sheffield. Um, is there is there something wrong with that mix of players? Maybe too many stars as such. They've also obviously had the, a couple of roster changes, a couple of replacements, a couple of big kind of departures. Uh, but you know what? Other than that, or not other than that, but the Sharks have impressed me, and um, they're probably their continuation, which I said was a negative, maybe. Maybe not going to excel, but short term, they probably started the Cup campaign really well, like last season again. And you know what? If Nick Lewis is going to play like that all season, they're going to have a good year. But it's been debated many times can Nick Lewis do it for a full season? It's the unknown. He's a fantastic player, someone that I think many BBL or most BBL clubs would love to have in their roster. So, Sharks have got a good one there. And their import for a uh, guard looks pretty decent as well. So let's go touch on streaming. Um, it looks to be quite a much a club by club approach um, compared to last season, where the league or all the league streamed every game on YouTube for free. And it looks like we're going to go to, or some teams are going to go to fans to pay for this season. I'm unsure that's going to work. You're going to lose a lot of your viewers. Will it be via paid on Facebook or on? a paid link on their club's websites or whatever else. You see it working in football, but is basketball at that level? Rocks obviously announced to their season tick holders the option and £140 to stream all the games, I'm guessing, home games only. How many games is that going to be? Are we going to get games? Uh, you see, for example, Surrey and Bristol's game uh, being cancelled and it's Bristol forfeiting the game, so Surrey winning both games this weekend 20-0. How does that impact your stream? How does that impact your fans who have paid their money for access to a game and then actually it's getting cancelled due to COVID? So I think it's the clubs are in a really tough position. All clubs are obviously in a t- tough position financially. But it's almost like that. How could you almost add a paid element to it? How much do you charge? How much do you look to added content in? Do you do much of a pre-game build-up? I think you've got to. Um, you see it working on some clubs' own pay-per-view for football. You just hope that basketball is able to kind of replicate that it's going to be kind of a 
a tough one for the Rocks to balance. And notoriously, us Rocks fans are quite tight when it comes to spending money. Don't mind saying that myself. Um, but yeah, how will that work again if you're number in? I'm a kind of big believer, I think, would the single BBL TV work? For me, when it kind of happened in originally around about 2012, 2015, around about that time period, I never had any real issues. Uh, I was able to get the streams working when they were working and it wasn't down to a facility error or whatever. However, technology has massively developed since then. The access we've seen on YouTube last season was pretty good. The coverage by the kind of automated cameras weren't wasn't superb all the time. But again, that's a developing technology. The uh, BBL have always been kind of looking at new ways to stream stuff. And the BBL TV was probably one of the first. Look at the Premier League talking about having their own streaming things. BBL have already tried that. I think now in a, in this modern world, when there's so many news providers of it and content developers, it's worth trying. Um, I think the Rocks would benefit from it. Rocks fans would obviously benefit from it, from being able to access home and away games. I think you'd then see, like when the games were on YouTube, more fans um, watching other teams' games because they've made that financial commitment. Where it maybe has its own issues is how do the teams benefit? Could it be done on a sliding scale? So, it's obviously my idea, I have no, this is just what I would look to do. So, the more fans that say, buy it across the board, how does that payment get split between the teams? Obviously, the league's getting this £4 million fee, I don't know what that's going to, and how that's going to then impact every club, how it's getting divided up. But if, for example, let's do it, 10 fans signed up, 5 were from Eagles, 3 from The Rocks, and 2 were from Leicester, that's just giving an example. On a sliding scale of that 10, 50% of that income would go to Eagles and the rest is split. I think that's a good way of doing it. It's then, you're put, it's then enforcing teams to promote and push the BBL TV idea, trying to get more fans in, whether it's on a game-by-game -game basis or a season pass or half-season pass, but it's allowing a one-league approach, which I think the BBL needs now. They need to kind of get behind their brand and really push it as one entity. Um, the league's got a lot of good content. Obviously, we look at, they're going to have to do a lot on YouTube or a lot on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter to really push the product with no fans, highlights, clips, whatever else. And it's going to be a really testing time. But it's definitely one that I think a single approach to pay-per-view could work. I really believe that. Look at the content some teams are producing so well around the league. You think teams like Leicester... They have great commentators in their game. Rocks have great commentators in their games too. You then look at the social media content coming out from, as I said, Surrey, Bristol, Plymouth are doing pretty good. Eagles are always solid in social media. London, yeah, London could definitely up their game. They're in a massive city and seem to have next to no kind of profile or output coming from them. Sharks have been critical of their content before, but again, they've really kind of upped their game. And you just look like the league product team by team is getting better and better, hopefully year on year. Hopefully the Rocks can get back to being, in my opinion, when they were league leading but maybe five, six years ago. And develop the whole product. It's going to be great for British basketball. It'll be great not just for the professional game but the amateur game in this country and really give spectators something to be proud of and watching. And actually just having a quality output that kind of raises the bar. I think we as fans don't actually help in the promotion of games or the sport. In this country, we're quite critical of it. Um, and maybe this is something to get prou be proud of if we do have such a good, almost, league pass or online content that other sports go, wait a minute, what's British basketball doing? It then puts our sport in the limelight and really helps project it higher up. We then achieve more funding. 
broadcasters will want to show our games, our broadcasters will want to come to our games, our media interest increases, then it opens up more windows for promotion for brands and we end up going from not just having a small local business involved but actually more national and international interest in our sport which can only be good for the kind of profile of our game. So hopefully we see that, you can see the amount of passion that people have for the league, a lot more content on whether it's people using Instagram, uh, BBL Fix is amazing, his content's fantastic, more and more people doing podcasts, the one intention of just promoting our game, people using or showing their passion for their team, the sport, to just promote it, and I think that's fantastic, uh, so hopefully we see maybe a one league approach that really just really pushes the image of our sport higher, pushes the league up bigger, and we have a great season, we get through it, uh, we beat the league beats coronavirus and we fulfil the fixtures we get champions, we get cup winners we get playoff winners and this time next year we're already deep into the season and we're through the worst of it so yeah hopefully you've enjoyed this week's episode maybe ended up a bit of a rant about uh, content and the pay-per-view situation but hopefully yeah you've enjoyed it um, hopefully soon we'll have some more big interviews and yeah thanks very much for listening to episodes by the Rocks On podcast